listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata. Well, it's been a while since we've had an episode and I'm very sorry if you've been waiting, waiting, waiting for the next episode to come out. But here we are, we've made it for our final episode of the year. And I asked Jo to come back on the show and check in with us as she does every now and then and let us know how her transformation is going. And if you have heard her on the show before, you will know that she has been doing quite a few things to change her life over the last couple of years. And so it's going pretty well. So we check in with Joe, check in with me, see what we've changed. So if you're listening and you've got your pen and paper, maybe check in with yourself. How have things been for the year? And we talk a little bit about what we hope is coming for 2024 as well. And if you listen, you'll hear it. It hasn't been an easy year, but we're not letting that uh, cloud the coming new year, 2024. And actually, I'm feeling a little bit more positive than I was the last time I recorded one of these check-in episodes. So that is good. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying your end of year holidays and I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll see you again in 2024. Hi, Joe. Great to have you back on the show again. How's things? Good. Hi, Jane. Um, yeah, just hanging out and summering New Zealand. <laughs> awesome. So you are in Tauranga still, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And last time we talked to you last year, you were living in Omakoroa and mm-hmm. doing your art and have, you were about to have an exhibition. So tell us what have been some of the highlights of 2023 for you? Well, I had my exhibition in January mm. and it was amazing. And yeah, that was a great way to start the year. I had my friends helped me hang the exhibition and then on opening night, uh, my family came and saw it and I even had a friend from like quite far away from high school come and visit as well for the opening night so yeah it was a really good really good night and I got to see all my work on the wall and also have a lot of people that I care about come and um, share the opening night with me so that was good very cool Um, Mm. and then that was January and then I moved out of Omakaroa into the CBD I think maybe April just to be more connected to um, work and uh, my studio space, which I got also this year. Wow. Fantastic. So, yeah, moving away from the scenery, but still, I mean, we have a pretty good view of some water. It just happens to be in the CBD. Um, So still having a nice living space um, and very peaceful and yeah, most of my stuff that I did this year revolved around the art, having the studio and being able to um, enter more exhibitions 
and work on art in my studio. But yeah, that's pretty much. I'm trying to think. Mm, it was any, a lot of art not, this year, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> I like oh. anything not art related. Yeah. Um, the year of art and becoming a someone who yeah becoming someone who does exhibitions and yes. does art regularly and sells their art I think you did pretty well yes. in selling lots of pieces as well right oh yes that's right so the ex- opening night sold a bunch and then um, it's open for three weeks I think my exhibition and managed to sell like over half of the artwork. Wow. And then everything that didn't sell went into a retail gallery that I, it's like a collective that I'm a part of. Mm. And so I've been selling stuff in there throughout the year. And also I went to Tauranga Zine Fest as a mm. creator and so managed to sell some art cards and little pieces of art there. So, yeah, lots of making art, selling art, and just um, giving myself investing in um my art so Mm -hmm. i also did more recently i also paid to do a weekend workshop on abstract expressionism which i don't usually do um because i've always wanted to know how to do it um and yeah so that's been really valuable and i've already started kind of implementing that and yeah just paying the weekly rent on the studio also is just about like investing and i also got a little job monday to friday just um, in a postcard um, company, like a souvenirs and postcard company, and I just it's just five hours a day, just um, picking orders there, just That's so in- I could further invest in my art. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting that you have tried a few different working styles since you've been in Tauranga, and yes, and now you've kind of got this not too full on in person job that you go to and then you have time Mm. for your art and other things later and that kind of works for you yes so when I was in Omakura I was trying to work from home completely but I missed people and this job I was like I want a job where I don't have to take anything home with me I guess Uh, I don't want to be stressed out or have office politics to worry about so yeah and I just I this this job came up through a friend and it was like perfect. It's very simple, and everyone there is really nice. And so, hmm. yeah, there's no. I don't have any work dramas. <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome. Any unexpected things in twenty twenty three? Um, well, I put here that when I was thinking about the exhibition, I was thinking about having to do it all myself and having to make the art myself and it just kind of being a solo pursuit. Mm. And then uh, opening night, well, actually just hanging the exhibition. I had some friends say that they would help me. And so we had I had lots of fun hanging the exhibition and I let my friends kind of, you know, curate it a bit for me because, I don't know, I had other things to do. And they really yeah, it was really nice to have help and then opening night, having everyone come from different parts of the country to see the exhibition. Also, I didn't expect to feel so supported, I guess, which is weird. Maybe I should have. But it just kind of made me realise maybe it's not as solo a pursuit as I thought it was. Like just maybe other people are like sharing in it with me, like not actually 
making the artwork maybe, but they're like along for the ride. So that was mm. quite unexpected. Mm. That's very cool. And as I bet your friends who helped you hang the art and things love to be able to contribute something to the event and that was the way they could help you was you know maybe perhaps they're good at that or whatever so that's really nice yeah Yeah. and I had another friend who sung live at the opening night and Mm. another friend who is a DJ and she made this awesome playlist for when my live singing friend needed to take a break so yeah just little things like that people how awesome kind of yeah really willing to help so that was cool. Wow. I also put the New Zealand um I also put the New Zealand podcasting summit. That was oh, unexpected. Oh yes, you went to that on my behalf, did you? Thank you for going yes. to that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was in May and that mm. was quite cool. Mm. And I was it was basically just immersing myself in New Zealand podcasting and what the trends are in New Zealand podcasting and what other people are doing. And, yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, I was listening back to us um, just yesterday as my homework before recording this episode with you, and it was really interesting to hear you speaking about, you know, before your art exhibition, it hadn't happened yet, and you still lived out in Omkoroa, and now a year later your life looks quite different and you are much more sort of, I guess you've progressed a lot with your art and how you spend your days and your art. Now, it's really amazing the progress you've made since you moved to Tauranga, what, a year and mm. a half ago, two, nearly two years ago now, is it? Nearly two, February 2022. Right. Cool. Yeah, so now I'm in, I'm in a bit of a routine now where I work Monday to Friday and I go to the studio on the weekends. And the place where my studio is is the same place where I had my exhibition and it's like a community art incubator they call themselves Mm. and so it's focused on community art and they have studio spaces and gallery spaces and they have like a a live music venue and yeah so they're really invested in helping local artists so I've built this community there as well from going there on the Mm. weekends and seeing other people that are there and so I've really kind of I really feel like I've tapped into this ready-made community of local artists and musicians and people that come along to support them Mm. that's quite good yeah so I guess for anyone who's listening who's like a budding artist potentially like finding that sort of place wherever that might be in your community could be really helpful for your art yeah and just for you building your networks and having a nice time meeting people as well. Even if you're very introverted, like both Joe and I are, right? <laughs> we're, not, we're not raging yeah. extroverts here. We, you know, we enjoy our own company. We like to be at home, right? Yeah. Here's you out there building this community around art. That's so amazing. Yeah. And it's so supportive because the, the amount of knowledge that people share with you like I know I can go to people and say, hey, how how do you do this? And mm. I think maybe I thought people would hoard their artistic techniques right. or, you know, their secrets. But really everyone that I know there at this, um, it's an old historic village that um, they've turned into art studios and things. So it's called a village. And it, everyone, you know, 
act like they're in a village and they're really happy to share knowledge. Even just if I, you know, ask what's this random art product for, they'll tell you. And it's so nice to be mm-hmm. around people that are so um, happy to share their um, secrets that they've figured out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's like that in every single art community in the world. So, yeah, it's great that you've found that there where you are. Mm. I was yeah, it was another thing I noticed when I was listening back to our to us talking a year ago was that um we both said oh we didn't feel as cheerful or as optimistic as oh, yes. our, <laughs> as our past selves from the year before. And so it's getting a bit confusing now, but a year ago me was just heading into a real huge health slump and I didn't Mm. even know it right I didn't really understand what was going on I was just feeling this real ebbing of confidence and kind of a depression coming on and I really didn't understand what was going on with my body and that took until I pretty much hit rock bottom in March of this year that I was like I've got to do something about this because this is just crazy I can't keep putting up with this level of dysfunction in my life and because I would have days of feeling quite good and then Mm. just other days where I just could barely string a sentence together or have a conversation with anyone and I didn't I felt really sort of like there was just no joy in the world (laughs) amongst other things but those were the Mm. things that really scared me because you know losing your ability to speak Japanese suddenly like one day just not being able to string the sentence together and thinking oh my god am I getting early onset dementia or something Um, Mm. and you know and even in English like trying to hold a conversation with someone and, and think about what you might say next and my job is to host podcasts that's kind of a tricky situation as well as feeling very unsafe and I mean unsafe is in trying to um, not hurt myself or not um, bang into things not and and then trying to drive carefully on the road and make snap decisions that you have to make when you're driving a car right I just couldn't do those things easily and it was very scary scary place to be and so after being turned down by one doctor I finally managed to find somewhere that would prescribe HRT to me and since then like it's been an upward swing that's for sure it was Mm. yeah even just the first sort of two weeks of taking it I felt a huge difference so that not feeling cheerful or um, optimistic at the end of last year I now know what that was it wasn't anything to do with COVID the hangover from COVID it was my own perimenopause dark night of the soul whatever I was going through uh, that yeah I definitely got through it thank goodness um this year and we're now in kind of more of a maintenance phase <laughs> than a, mm. than a, like um thrashing around trying not to drown basically in the in all of the different things that were going on so thank god we got through that but it gave me just the knowledge that wow really women don't know what's going on with their bodies because nobody's ever explained it to them or we don't really yeah. didn't really have that knowledge right so that was an unexpected thing that happened in 2023 that would make me think oh god what a rotten year that was because it really was really rough but I think without that I wouldn't 
be able to well I've overcome it in some way for now (laughs) until the next Mm. challenge presents itself but without that maybe I wouldn't have experienced what I need to experience for the next thing and that's something else that I've learned this year was that I'm actually here to experience things rather than achieve things and I was like oh that's an interesting way to um, look at things eh like don't need to get the Ferrari or get the, you know, the the massive house with a swimming pool. I'm here to experience. And I think everything that I've done that has been amazing so far has been an experience, right? It hasn't been mm. around um, doing, you know, having things or achieving something. It's, yeah, experiencing things. So I'm looking at that for next year. What am I going to experience next year? Um, mm. Rather than what am I going to achieve? What goals am I going to tick off? You know, um, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I was just I was just saying I was talking with a friend who's just about one year older than me, so in her early forties. And when I first moved here, we were both making big changes, drastic changes in mm. our lives to try and pursue our creative goals. And then this year we were talking and I was just like, I don't feel like I changed anything drastically. Like I didn't feel the push away from something in my life this year. I didn't feel the need to drastically change anything. I was just going with the flow that I'd set in 2022. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I get that whole experience thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you've, yeah. you've set the foundation, you've set the balls in motion. And now you just get to enjoy doing what you've said you're going to do and seeing where it goes. A bit go with the flowy, but like in a, not in a, I don't know, not in an apathetic way. Yeah, like um, you've set a different course, right, by making those changes and, you know, choosing to do more art. And so now you're heading in quite a different direction than you were before and you're noticing it more than you did at the start when you were kind of still near near the start point, if you want to say. Um, yes. It's like I heard recently this analogy of your life as a cruise ship. Have you heard this one? Oh, yes. No. Okay. So it goes, you know, if you your life involves many things, right? So if you want to change the direction of your life, you're not actually driving a speedboat. You're driving a cruise ship. And changing the direction of a cruise ship doesn't happen as easily as just you know swing the wheel and off you go right you know it's a little bit more gradual a little bit takes a little bit more time and and it's a little bit more of a slower process than you would think it would be in your brain right your brain's like i want to be that tomorrow no Mm. it's gonna take you a little bit longer and so every time you're sort of like frustrated oh but you know i'm trying to do things but nothing's changing it's like well you are driving a cruise ship you're not driving a speedboat and that's probably a good thing too. Like imagine if like every time you made a decision, you completely pinged off in the other direction. <laughs> that would be really <laughs> stressful. I don't think yeah. I want that kind of um, life anyway. So yeah, we can just sort of relax a little bit about it all. And mm. yeah, know that changing your life is not going to be an overnight process. It's a much more gradual thing. And you are starting to see that now after a year, you're in a quite a different trajectory than you were back when we started recording these sort of check-in episodes, yeah? Yeah, and it doesn't feel so drastic. Like I am just, I just know if I go to the studio on the weekend, um, stuff will come up. Like I went to the studio and there was an artist exhibiting 
and she was doing the workshop that I ended up going to. And at first I was umming and ahhing because it's you have to pay to go. And and then I did end up paying to go because I just thought, well, I'm committing to this art thing. This is why I've moved towns. Mm. So to to not invest in that, like I would spend that money on silly things. Like it would go on impermanent things anyway. So why right. not take that money and invest it in upskilling, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's always a good investment if it's upskilling yourself, isn't it? Yes. And so that kind of stuff happens all the time. And all these conversations that I have when I'm taking a break, like I just go out in the studio and there's someone there and you see, you know, the same kind of people around and you get to know them. And I don't feel like I'm <laughs> pushing something uphill. <laughs> I feel yeah. like now I've pushed it uphill. It's down just, the, and it's a, a gentle it's a gentle it's not crazy it's not like a roller coaster but it's just a gentle momentum now that I've mm. got where I don't have to I don't feel like oh this thing that I'm not happy with I have to change I'm quite happy with where I am I don't know it's novel and it's it's not happened a lot but yeah for the last couple of years I'd say I'm just like oh I think this is this is good I don't need to you know, move to another Effort city. too much more, yeah. Mm, interesting. And I think you've probably reached the holy grail that loads of people will be like, oh, man, Joe, you... <laughs> you're, you're satisfied with your life? Oh, my God. Yes. But, you know. And there's always new things. Always there's something new, new coming, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. But I like where I am and I like and the that experience is the secret. of it now. That mm. is the secret to success is to like where you are, right? Yeah, and then you can always still improve. But if you don't like where you are, then <laughs> it's not much fun while you're there, which is all you really have anyway, isn't it? Where you mm. are now. So yes. All right. So how about your word of the year, twenty twenty four? Did you have time to think of one? Well, I remembered. So two years ago, it was uh, expansion, and then, and that was when I was. When was that? It was twenty twenty two. Yeah, so expansion. That was me trying was different things. Yep. And, yep. and then last year was focus. And then this year I thought like build or commit. I don't know. Either of those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, just continuing to uh, do what I'm doing and just being in a place for a long enough time so that you can, like I'm beginning to see, like I'm, I'm getting to know more people. I'm deepening um, like relationships and community and just continue to do that and just build on it. Mm-hmm. Nothing too drastic, but just sometimes you just need to be in a place for a certain amount of time to see kind of results that you don't get if you keep you yeah. know, pinging about yeah. like you're in a pinball machine. Exactly. So that's new, being here long enough to go, oh, I'm meeting so many different people, but and then also strengthening the, um, networks, networking, which I remember we talked about last um, episode. <laughs> you don't like networking, neither did well, I. Well, I'm enjoying yeah. it now. Yes, yeah, so you've, you've got yeah. the hang of it, haven't you, and how one does it where you are, right? Yeah. In, in that particular sort of area where you are spending time, yeah? That's cool. And I think you have to care about where, what you're networking about that maybe that's what the problem was. This is all networking about art and exhibitions. I find I that quite you've fun. nailed it there, Joe. You're right. You do have to care about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's something that's come up for me this year is being involved in my son's baseball team. And I resisted it so hard for like the first year. And then once we got past the first year and I saw what happens in a year in a baseball team and it wasn't so just like constantly being bashed over the head with new things, then I was able to sort of Mm. move past that and go, okay, this is coming up. How am I going to deal with this? And then I started to, oh my God, enjoy myself. (laughs) I'm like what I don't enjoy baseball Um, but now I'm like yeah my favorite baseball team I've got a favorite baseball player who I like to cheer for is it the other than my son obviously the Hanshin Tigers who won the Japan series this year it's the the only team I know (laughs) yeah it's the only team worth knowing really but I do Um, follow them on Facebook oh good well so you should and my favorite player (laughs) is Modishita Shota, he's so he's a rookie and I when I saw him play his first sort of like warm-up games before the season I was like yep he's gonna go far and he did and I like to think it was because I was cheering for him but I'm sure <laughs> he also <laughs> was involved in it somehow he's just really amazing I really like him anyway so baseball I did not like but after a while of you know like having to be involved it turned mm. into a, an interest in even caring about it. So now that I care about my son's baseball team and I care about baseball in general, it's a whole new world that I didn't even know was there. And yeah, no, I mean, I do have to spend a lot of my weekend doing things around baseball, but now I know the people in the team and I know which kid belongs to which parent, which took me ages yes. to figure all that out because they all look the same in their little uniforms. Um, but now <laughs> I know what their names are and all of this stuff. Um, and now we're not the newest people either. So we don't have to, um, you know, defer to absolutely everyone. We can actually pass knowledge on to those who are coming in behind us and that. And yes. we're really enjoying it now. So. That's another thing is, you know, caring about things. And as you mentioned before, putting down those roots can really, really benefit you. And I've never really known that either until I spent a long time living here in this this place in Japan. I never mm. lived anywhere very long in New Zealand. is always moving around. So, yeah, when you really put down roots and invest your time and energy, that can really pay you back in, in unexpected and lovely ways. So, yeah, that's really awesome. So that's your word of the year build or something around build so i like the idea of um putting down it's like i've planted the seed and now i just get to uh continue to water it i guess Mm, i don't know if that's a weird analogy but Mm. that's what i'm going with yeah yeah i haven't decided mine yet i should probably get a hurry on but i think it's something along like i heard the word quest the other day and i was like hmm that's an interesting word and you know because I'm kind of avoiding that word goal because it's annoying me I don't know why it's annoying me <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you know the experiences let's have experiences not achieve goals but also basically I'm just gonna go on a quest to experience things right next year just yeah. what else can I experience what things can I learn and I I really like doing that kind of stuff but another thing I've been uh, trying more is channeling my inner old lady or obachan as they say here in japan and what that looks like is you do things at your pace mm. rushing around and this like you know sort of panicking and running from one thing to an exit which is kind of also a phase of life that i've had and now i'm like i'm not here for that anymore i am 
not doing too much. I'm getting things off my calendar. I am yeah. going slow and giving myself plenty of time to do stuff. And when yeah. I do that, um, I have much better relationship with my children, for example, because I'm yeah. kind of, I'm present with them. I'm not like, can you hurry up? We've got to go and do X, Y, Z next, you know, kind of thing that was would happen quite a lot. We just sort of sit around and, and talk and chat more than we ever did before. And I get to places and I'm not flustered, right? I get to the next thing. I'm not flustered. I'm present for that thing. And then I move on to the next thing. And I've given my, myself enough time between each item. And it really makes a difference because how you show up in each thing. And it's not like, oh, I have to rush out the door because I'm so busy and I'm so, you know, I've got all these things on my calendar. I'm not here for that anymore. So it's, I'm, was it, is it presence or is it, my pace i'm not sure what what the word is but it's something around that it's definitely not around rushing anymore and my kids are always saying we're in a hurry and i'm like oh my god i've taught them to be in a hurry because i have been in a hurry for most yeah. of their life right and i'm like no we're not in a hurry we can have all the time we want to do this and they're like oh great you know so they um they, they even ask me are we in a hurry it's a bit sad yeah. <laughs> But, you know, now I'm like, okay, so that obviously rubbed on off on them. Wonder what this, you know, more being at my own pace kind of thing will look like. But I'm enjoying it so far. What was the word you said for old lady? Obajan. The Japanese term is Obajan. Uh, and there's sort of a certain sort of caricature about the Obajan. You know, she's sort of kind of little and she's got this hat on and, um, probably her apron on top of her clothes as she shoots out to the supermarket to grab something or whatever. But um, the thing about Obachans is they, they really don't care. <laughs> just, they just pass like caring. <laughs> they pass the yeah. caring, which is which I think is quite nice. Yeah. I like the idea that because I, I, yeah, there have definitely been times where I'm like, I just want to be an old lady. Like it, it, there are certain aspects to it I really like that thing of not letting anyone hurry you and just going, I'm doing this. I'm old. Leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, not going to do anything. Got I don't time want to do. For chats with your friends and you've got time for all the things. And I mean, it's such a luxury to think like that, especially if you have children and a career and all these things. So how could you even get a little bit of Obachan? power into your day is what and, and a little bit of bit more of I don't care <laughs> kind of thing into your yeah. day I think it's quite refreshing yeah I think it's knowing knowing who you are you spend a certain amount of time as yourself on this earth and you get to the point where you're just like I know I don't enjoy doing that thing that maybe I did out of obligation and I know I want to go for a walk in the park and look at the trees and the birds like that kind of thing maybe mm. Yeah, exactly. I find myself doing really, I would like the old me would be like, what? You go for a walk in the park and look at the trees and the birds? What the hell? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the current me is like, that's a perfectly good way to spend time, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What is happening to is us? Is this an age thing? I, I, I used to think bird watching was so boring. And now I'm like, oh, birds are amazing. I love birds. So so interesting. What are they doing in all this? Yes. Um. 
<laughs> yeah, and uh, we sound like maybe we've aged a few years in this last year, Joe. Um, yeah, but, but in know, a good way. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling definitely far more positive than I was at the end of last year when I recorded this same sort of episode with you. So that's excellent. Hopefully, mm. in 2024, we'll continue this upward swing, taking care of myself, keeping my health front and center. Um, mm. Yeah doing more things on my own schedule and just yeah really enjoying doing the things I am doing and I'm doing some fantastic things I have amazing really fun clients I have amazing things I get to do what more could you want my kids are really at a really interesting age where you know you can have conversations and jokes and fun and things so yeah, yeah. rock on so mm. it's the end of 2024 what has happened so we're talking well, just, this time in a year's time. What are we yeah, going to be talking about? I thought I sound like a broken record, but I just think more of the same. Like I just, I would like to do another solo exhibition, maybe not at the same place, maybe at a different gallery. I'll just keep joining the group exhibitions that come up. Um, yeah, so mine's just all art related. <laughs> just more of the same, <laughs> but like more. <laughs> <laughs> and like maybe um investing more in different I really liked doing that workshop it was so nice to sit and maybe I'm addicted to learning as well that's a whole nother thing but um it was really nice to sit and be directed and I felt confident I was doing something completely different I'd never done before and I tried to do it, teach myself how to do abstract paintings and it had been a bit of a struggle but having someone taking a class and you could ask questions and you could see what everyone else was doing. Mm. So I think maybe I'll do more kind of guided art learning. That makes cool. Sense. Yeah. Especially now you've got the big things in your life sorted, like you've got the job, mm -hmm. you, you've got that stable income, you've got the place to live. Because those things take up a huge amount of bandwidth in your life when they're not sorted, right? So now you've got yes. this time for these other things now and and you enjoyed that experience of learning through, uh, you know, learning a different kind of art. So, you you know, mm. that it's a good way to be spending your money. It's better than drinking it in flat whites or something. That's mm. what I would probably do if I had spare money and I was in New Zealand. <laughs> I'd probably just spend it at my local cafe drinking flat whites. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will check in in a year's time perhaps and see how that's gone for you. And you'll probably laugh and say, oh, my goodness, I had no idea what I was about to do. And that's always the fun, exciting thing is we just never know how small we were until we come back later and go, ah, oh, how innocent I was back then. Well, I think ago. also mm. I just have moved away from, it's just so nice to not feel the need to make goals. <laughs> Sorry, mm. I know that's the whole point of the episode. But up until this year and maybe the like last year, I did have so many things I wanted to do that I wasn't doing. And every year I'd be like, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that and I need to. But now I'm just like, oh, I've been doing this art thing in Tauranga for a couple of years now. Well, maybe not a couple of years, but a year. And I just want to keep doing it. Like that. Cool. So I think maybe that's why I don't have much written for at the end of 2024. But I'm sure things will come up and I just want to be in a position to take opportunities that come mm. up doing these things that I know I want to do that makes yeah sense. good leave the room for things to come to you excellent mm -hmm. yeah 
I had something really great I was going to say, and now I can't remember what it is. Oh, mm. sorry about that. <laughs> I probably interrupted your thought. No, I know. No, it's come back. Thank you. I just need a little moment. Um, in the last episode, we talked a lot about golf, and I just started my golfing um, career and just started oh. learning golf, right, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a year now, and I've actually stopped taking lessons, but I did take them for almost a whole year. And I went mm-hmm. every week and I smashed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of golf balls. And mm-hmm. I'm still not very good, but I have had my course debut, as they say, um, in Japanese, where you go out to the golf course for the first time and hit and actually play golf. The eight, 18 holes, is that? No, correct? I did not do 18. I did nine. Oh. That was plenty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was raining a little bit, so that's why we stopped at nine. It just started hosing down on the ninth hole. We're like, yeah, yeah, it really is time to go home. But okay. um, I went to the Tiana Golf Course in, you know, where I'm from in Tiano, and <laughs> that's like the best golf course you could ever have your debut on because we went in the afternoon, so there was nobody there pretty much. It was just uh, almost just us, and you just – hit around and you don't see anyone and doesn't, you don't hold anyone up and you can be as crap as you want to be. And, you know, so even with someone with my experience level could have a reasonable time of it, even though I basically yeah. hit into the trees and then hit from the trees into the other trees. But anyway, it was, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And it actually left me wanting more rather than like, this is awful, I'm never doing this again. So I thought that was fantastic. If I could come away from my first real game, sort of half round of golf, thinking I want to do more rather than like, I never want to pick up a golf club again. So I thought, and yeah, that was excellent, positive. Was that, within, that was in now when you yeah. came to visit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The when weather was, the, was okay? Just, just held off. <laughs> Just in the last uh, half, we got hosed out on, right. and then we we're like, okay, well, we were going to go anyway, so that's that's a good time to finish. And no, we definitely don't need to play eighteen holes. So anyway, um, and the person I was playing with is very well known in town, mm. and um, he had a few people call him up that night and say, "Who was that person you were playing with?" Because they didn't know me because I'm like not from there, right? Like I don't live there. They didn't know mm. who he was out golfing with. And um, that's like, she had a good swing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Someone said I have a good swing. And they were just being kind. Like, they just said it, you know. Um, yeah. But that's nice. Anyway, um, so golf was a huge challenge and a huge ego um, thing. You know, like when you're really, it's really hard to be really bad at something. Mm-hmm. right because your ego yeah. really struggles or mine does and I'm pretty sure most people's does right so sort of getting through that and also overcoming that whole like I can't do sports and I can't do sports that involve sticks and balls um mm. yeah, it's really really exciting and it sort of ignited this wanting to have more experiences sort of thing and especially now I'm feeling much better and much more positive about just generally things in the world um mm-hmm. yeah the next year end of 24 i'm gonna say wow i believe i no sorry at the end of 24 when we're recording this next time i'll be like i had no idea what 2024 how there's no way i could have imagined that but i've had so many experiences this year and that's fantastic Mm. so that's what i want to be able to say at the end of the year because i feel a bit like 2023 was just like 
oh my god can i get through the day kind of mood for a lot of 2023 so yeah hopefully 2024 is gonna be a bit different and i feel like 2023 if we can talk about perimenopause a bit longer i feel like Mm. we had a lot of episodes with um different podcasts that we help uh, produce i feel Mm. like we had a couple that were talking about perimenopause and i feel like it all just there seemed to be a lot more talk about it this oh, year. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. And, it, and it all kind of converged with you and me and um, yeah. my sister-in-law, who you're friends with, all kind of experiencing this thing going, what, does everyone know about this? Like, do you, like, I, we would all go around just asking people, do you know <laughs> that this happened <laughs> in your 40s? Yes. Did you know about this? Why did no one tell us? And, yeah, yeah, well, yeah we all just, had this mass realisation almost at the same time, I feel. As, yeah. And if you weren't on the front end of it, you certainly found out along the way kind of thing that this that you were either in for it or you actually that thing that you've been suffering with in silence is actually that, you know. So, yeah, I think yeah. 2023 was the year of um, menopause, that's for sure. Or perimenopause yeah. more, yeah. And yeah. after COVID as well, it just maybe that, I don't know, maybe people were like, hmm. Can't blame it on but COVID yeah. anymore, yeah. No, mm. and I think that I guess it's because everyone I know is around my age, but it just seemed like it was the year of perimenopause conversation. Yes, yes. So 2024 is going to be the year of not being um, controlled by it or, you know, not letting it control us. We are in the driver's seat again, I feel, rather than... And sharing solutions to different things as well. Yes, yes. Sharing loads of talk and stuff about that. Yeah, Mm. definitely. Alrighty, well, I think that's all for this episode and that's all for 2023. So we've had, we haven't had many episodes and transformations this year because of just how rubbish I have been feeling. But I don't, I think that will sort of change next year. We'll keep, keep the episodes coming. So please keep listening and keep checking your Apple, Apple podcast app or wherever you listen to Transformations with Jane. And yeah, let us know how you're going. How's your perimenopause? Love to talk about perimenopause. You want to DM me on Transformations <laughs> with Jane on Instagram? I'd love to hear from you. I really would. Because actually, you know, a lot of women really struggle to get help here in Japan. And I'm sure in New Zealand, it's probably a little better, but it's also not that easy. So, you know, maybe we can point you in the right direction or, you know, share some of our learnings that may help as well. Anything you want to say before we jump off, Joe? Just, I guess, just continue following your dreams and stuff. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) step by step. It doesn't have to be drastic, I guess, is the thing that I would like to share, is that it it can, you can just get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm achieving my goals, and it's not dramatic, but it is nice, and it is progressing at a nice leisurely pace. Yeah. It's it's easier. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon. Alrighty, we'll see you again next year. Bye. See ya.